1: plushcare.com slash weight loss from the over the top studios in boulder colorado i'm george thomas this is snowbound the psia northwest podcast episode number one and we're introducing kim petram in this edition uh kim welcome to the show
2: thank you happy to be here
1: it's great to be chatting with you and looking at your resume i just i'm gonna let you introduce yourself
2: Um, Well, I um, have been an instructor since high school in the Northwest Division and slowly worked my way through the ranks and became a divisional staff member. I'm currently um, the vice president of our um, education on our board for PSA Northwest. I'm an Alpine examiner, and I'm also the program coordinator for our children and senior specialist programs.
1: Now, do you still remember the first day that you taught a lesson?
2: I do. (laughs) Can
1: you tell us all about it?
2: Sure. I um, was hired to work for John Mohan, who's somewhat of a, a local legend in the Northwest, And um, I wanted to be an assistant, and he wouldn't hire me because I was too old. I was a senior in high school, and he only hired juniors in high school. So he said, I'll just hire you as an instructor. Off you go. And so my first lesson was um, after a day of clinics, and I had a bunch of little kids, and I'm certain that I did everything wrong for them as a teacher but I had a blast and was pretty much hooked from that point onward.
1: What makes a good kids instructor?
2: Mm, I think um, probably the best attribute is someone that is happy in nature and wants to be there, can just be present for the kids and take them as, as they come, someone who uh, I think those that instructors that struggle a little bit um, are, want their instructional world for however long that's going to be, whether it's a two-hour lesson or an, or an eight-week program, but they want it to be regimented and run the way that they expect it to run. And when you teach kids, that rarely happens. You just have to sort of be able to go with the flow and go with what's happening in front of you and enjoy the moment.
1: Now, you're teaching the kids, but you're also having to deal with the parents. So how do you blend those two together?
2: That's a good question, because sometimes dealing with parents can be a challenge. Um, Usually, if the expectations are set up correctly at the beginning, then the parents are fine. You know, we know that the parents want their kids to have a good experience and to come away having learned how to ski or ride and... If they're never ever coming to your school as having no experience whatsoever, then setting up expectations, you know, that the experience that child is going to have is going to be safe and it's going to be fun and that their child is going to learn something. How much they learn and how far they progress is unknown and that the instructor is skilled enough to know that they are going to be able to help the child manage that pathway and move them towards learning skills based on that child's cognitive and affective and and physical attributes.
1: Now I'm looking forward to doing a number of shows with you really getting into specific topics about teaching Um, but in this first edition I really want to find out a lot about you. One of the things that I just thought was amazing about you uh, and your resume is that you're a child specialist but you're also a senior specialist. And I'm wondering, are there actually more similarities between the two than differences?
2: Absolutely, yes. If I had my way in our little world here in the Northwest Division, we would have one specialist event, and it would be combined, child and senior, because there are so many similar attributes. Probably 80% of our program content covers really similar things. So it would be kind of fun to try that on, right? And, <laughs> and have, you know, talk about all the cool things about little kids and how they grow and develop and, and older adults and how they're still growing and developing. So, um, yes, the senior our senior specialist program um, is very popular. We see a lot of instructors that want to be credentialed in that. Because they themselves are getting older and recognize the value in in learning tactics and techniques to help them continue, you know, to be on the snow and to participate in the sport as long as they can.
1: I well remember when I first started, this is actually the 30th anniversary of my first year instructing. uh, But there were (laughs) free senior days, 65 and older, you'd get a free ticket. And now it's like that's the majority of the people on the mountain.
2: <laughs> I well, and they have to keep pushing that age up, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, Got to be eighty-five. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, equipment has helped um, folks that are older that have had some sort of physical ailments. Equipment certainly is technically so sophisticated these days that it allows a person to to really stay on the snow. And be safe and have fun, feel comfortable, not feel like they're going to get hurt, you know, or, or injured. I think the thing about teaching seniors is that you apply a lot of tactics, which is exactly what you do with kids. You apply tactics based upon their developmental level at the time.
1: Now, Kim, what is it about children and seniors specifically that made you want to specialize in those areas?
2: Well. We know that children are our highest demographic, for sure, and that all indications show that that will continue. Um, I think what we're seeing, though, relatively new over the past few years is that families are coming for lessons, and we have families and extended families, so the children and their parents and their grandparents, and they want to be together. They want to ski or ride together. They may or may not want a formal lesson. Maybe they just want tips but they want to be able to be together and and enjoy the entire mountain and have ways of navigating the entire mountain as a unit. So I think that's um, a really fun experience and it's also a challenge. It forces the instructor to be incredibly savvy and really utilize all of the educational resources available so that they can meet the needs of this huge age spectrum because While we apply a CAT model, right—the cognitive, affective, physical attributes of a child—most instructors are familiar with that. But that same model really applies to anyone of any age. And when we're looking at um, um, that model through the lens of how we can help the older person, as well as the youngest child in that group setting, be successful it's that model of addressing where their needs are that really comes into play and understanding deeply the elements of a, the cognitive attributes, the affective the attributes, and the physical attributes.
1: Now, Kim, this might be a little out there question, but I'm wondering what you're talking about. Does that really apply to all levels of PSIA across the country? Um, This is PSIA Northwest, because this is really my home division, even though I'm now working Rocky Mountain, so I have a dual membership.
2: It's becoming more prevalent in all of the divisions. There are a few that actually have a senior um, program. All divisions have a children's specialist program, and it's considered a national standard, so we work closely together, leadership in all divisions, to make sure that All of our programs, while they might be slightly different in how they roll out, are still meeting the national standards for what is required to be credentialed as a children's specialist one or two instructor. In the Northwest, we actually have a senior specialist one and two credential. It's not nationally recognized right now, but us and a few other divisions are developing this currently. West is another division that's involved with this.
1: Now, I have to ask you a question. As an examiner, uh, when you're going through, you're giving an exam. Are you one of those examiners that just terrifies your group?
2: Uh, <laughs> I, you could ask others, but I would have to say no. I'm pretty. I'm. You know, we want exams are are hard. We know that they're they're intimidating and they're scary, and. They're a moment in time. I think that's one of the great things, and what I love is being the education VP is to differentiate what certification and exams are and what education is about because an exam is really not a learning environment. It, you're going there to demonstrate that you meet, you know, this, this national standard for whatever the exam element that you're there to try and be successful at, and it, it's a moment in time. Um, and there's, real, there's really very little education that goes on. Your mindset is not able to take, take in a lot of awesomeness that's happening around you because everyone's quite concerned about their performance level, which is fine. The children's credentials are um, have an assessment component. That's what makes them a credential, but they're not an exam, they're a certificate program. So there's a lot of education that goes on with the with the um, specialist programs, So over the course of the two or three day events, a person comes in with a certain set of skills from a knowledge standpoint as well as a skiing or riding standpoint, and they always come out the other end with a much deeper skill set.
1: Now, Kim, I just wanted to ask, is the same, does that apply for senior specialists? Is that even uh, a program now? Or is it going to be?
2: It's definitely a program in the Northwest, and it is a credential that we offer—a Senior Specialist One and Senior Specialist Two. So, it's a certificate program, which means that again, there there's some standards that we've developed in the Northwest that must be met at those two levels, um, and the per, you know the the um, participant must complete a workbook. We have a manual that we've written that must be read prior to attending the event. An online quiz is taken and passed prior to coming to the event. Um, but at the event itself, which are two days in total, which involves an indoor component as well as an on-snow component, um, you know that's where the magic lies. That's where all the education happens, all the learning happens. And it's, it's pretty fun. And while there is an assessment component, it's not like an exam where you just really can't intervene and, and help someone. You know, in an exam environment, you cannot help the candidate who might be struggling.
1: So as the a, leader or examiner at the senior or child specialist, you're actually there to help the person learn.
2: Exactly. Yep. And it's not an exam, so I'm not there with my examiner hat on. I'm there with my specialist hat on.
1: Now, this is important to me that we get into this because I'm really hoping that this podcast serves a number of purposes. One, to educate, educate a wide number of instructors uh, because we're going to be talking to you and a number of other leaders in the PSI in Northwest. Um, But I also really want to help instructors prepare for an exam and hopefully maybe diffuse some of the fear.
2: Sure, absolutely. And I think what allows you to be successful in an exam is that level of competency that you've already secured as as an instructor, that you, you walk into an exam already owning the information and the the skiing and riding skill set, and all of the professional knowledge information. That it's part of you, you can you can speak to it easily, you can demonstrate it easily. That's an ideal exam environment where you're just demonstrating that, yeah, I'm here and I meet the standard, and I'm just here to show it to you. But it's all that stuff that happens behind the scenes, all the education that leads up to that. Certainly, um, the... Understanding how children operate as opposed to how an adult operates plays a lot into how you prepare for exams because that's really where the the magic of the education lies. That's how you know how a body performs on snow, how the body operates, how the body works, how the brain works, that cognitive element that allows skill development and skill acquisition motor movements to occur or not occur, right? That dreaded analysis
1: so. <laughs> which I love doing you know it's so funny I was talking to Rick Lyons a few months ago, and I said, you know i I'm such a weirdo because I loved exams. It was like, this is your time to shine
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's the best kind of person to have an exams I just thought they were fun, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's yeah, we get everyone. And we want people to be successful. I mean, it's, it's the worst thing in the world to, to fail someone at an exam. And we do everything possible to, to help them, but it's a very limited environment. So that's not the end all be all. I think it's the education and the journey that's definitely what's most important. And that sounds sappy, but I really do believe that.
1: Well, Kim, it's been great getting to chat with you. Can you give us uh, an idea of the topic we'll talk about next time?
2: Um, sure. I was hoping that maybe we could talk about student centered learning, which is um, different than where we are culturally now as a snow sport organization, which is more of an instructor centered teaching, and how we can shift our mindset a little bit.
1: That sounds great, Kim. Thank you so much for joining this evening.
2: You're welcome, George. Thanks for having me.
1: Kim Petram on Snowbound, the PSA Northwest podcast from the Over the Top Studios in Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas.
0: Hold up.